Good day, everyone. Welcome to the Digital Collective. I'm your host, James Hicks from Hicks New Media. And on this show, you know, we focus on the people, the platforms, and the tools that are making positive strides within technology sector today. My guest today is Mr. Jim Fuse. Jim is the president of Fusion Marketing. He's a retired Marine Lieutenant Colonel turned digital marketing consultant, speaker, live streamer, podcaster, remote live stream and virtual event producer. He's all the things. He's all the things. But first and foremost, I want to give some thanks to Jim for his service to our country. Today, I want to spend time talking with Jim about how he fuses his military and his Marine Corps leadership skills and tactics with that of digital marketing, how he's using what he's learned from his experience in the military to do this next phase, this next chapter of his life and how he's giving back to folks that are looking to learn the digital marketing space, to learn the content creation space and things like that. Get your pen and paper ready, folks. We're going to have a great conversation. Ask your questions whenever you got them. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, look at him right there. Jim Fuse is in the building. Uh, how are you, sir? I'm doing great, James. It's a, it's an honor to be here. Uh, you uh, as well, a fellow veteran. It's uh, great to get to have a chance to have a conversation with you. Loved uh, the time we got to spend together in uh, Dallas. Dallas. Everything except the rain, right? Every, everything yeah. except the apocalyptic um rainstorm was and and the locusts that were outside did, did you run yeah, into all of that that was crazy that was <laughs> absolutely crazy that's all that's good man well listen i appreciate you for taking some time i know today uh, has been an active day for you you've been you're you're highly sought after right in terms of well, your, at, your, at least for a day <laughs> at, t- today's a good day then how, how about that today's a good day for i tell you what i, I like to have folks that come on the show as opposed to me, just that monologue and, and the highlighted bullet points. I really like you to tell, if you don't mind, your origin story. Uh, who is Jim Fuse? What is it that makes Jim Fuse who he is today? And, you know, kind of kind of some of that background story as well, as, as I mentioned about your, your time in the military, if you don't mind, sir. Yeah, absolutely. So, so uh, it's kind of interesting. A lot of people don't know. My mom is from Lima, Peru, and she uh, came to the States in her late teens and uh, met my dad, who at the time was in the Navy stationed in uh, the Pentagon in DC. So they met, uh, got married, and I was actually born in Indianapolis, Indiana. And about the age of two, we moved to the uh, DC area where I grew up and uh, actually went to the high school formerly known as Robert E. Lee High School. It's now uh, John L. Lewis High School. So that's one of those little trivia things, because uh, living in Atlanta, right, John John Lewis is a, was a big deal here before he uh, passed away. And um, but uh, so I was a, an athlete, played uh, soccer, baseball, basketball. And then one day watching a TV commercial, you remember those things on TV, you know, I saw these marine commercials and I'd always been into military history. In fact, when I was in sixth grade, I wrote a paper 
about how when I grew up, I was going to go to the Naval Academy and be a Naval officer. I, I almost got it right, but but not quite. But uh, the senior year of high school, I, I decided to enlist in the Marine Corps Reserves. I actually went to boot camp uh, after graduation and um, went to Paris Island. You know, so I know there's might be some Hollywood Marines watching from uh, San Diego. That's okay. And then I started college at Old Dominion. Um, and, and one thing was that the Marine Corps uh, gave me that self-discipline to really help me get driven. And so I, I went into ROTC, ended up getting a scholarship, and then I got commissioned in uh, 1989, uh, before the internet, I think, and uh, was a double major in business and ended up being a uh, financial management and uh, contracting and supply officer in the Marines. And Got to do some pretty cool stuff, you know, deployed a couple times uh, in in the Middle East, as well as uh, helped stand up. This is kind of that one of those like small uh, claim to fame things. I was one of the guys that stood up the Marine Corps Special Operations Command at Camp Lejeune. I was the guy in charge of all the money. And uh, that was a lot of fun. I got to uh, learn about some things that I can have to take to my grave, uh, so to speak. So some things that... Uh, technology wise i'd love to talk about but i'm not allowed to know and, how that uh, is know how that is yeah, yeah and uh and of course i you know i was uh i was married had uh i had two daughters uh Brittany and maggie who are in their uh, 20s but unfortunately first marriage didn't work out but uh got remarried four years ago and the funny story there is my uh my wife karen we originally met in third grade wow. in catholic school and the last time we had seen each other was in ninth grade. We went to rival high schools and uh, we reconnected through Facebook of all things in mm. uh, 2017. And so now, th so that's eventually what brought me to Atlanta uh, in about uh, 2018 after our wedding. And I've been here ever since. I uh, see my, my good friend, Chris Stone is here, uh, who I work with uh, on deal casters and some other stuff. And we've become good friends. It's nice he lives in the area because, you know, COVID really changed a lot of things, but, uh, but I'd always been into tech, right? Yeah. I, I mean, as a kid, you know, remember when the Atari uh, 2600 came out and you're dating yourself first, now. Okay. Yeah, I know. I know yeah. my, my first computer was, a you know, was a, a Commodore 64, um, you know, and, and, and I, I had the Vic 20. I almost, so I, I, again, I mean, I think I'm even older than you. I had the Vic 20, so we won't go. Into okay. That, well, I, my parents wouldn't let me get that yet. So, okay. you know, but, but then, uh, but then what was funny was, um, I was a computer science major originally in college, but then when I saw that the guys that were like juniors were spending all their time programming in their dorm rooms, I was like, that's not for me. Mm -hmm. So I, uh, you know, I have a lot of respect for them, but I've always liked tech, you know, used to remember modem cards, you know, I used to I do. build computers old, and do old, old school 300 baud modems and see, okay. We, we're yep. just flashing back now. A lot of yep. the new folks and young, younger folks it's have like, no what idea what we're talking about, about with uh, you got mail or you know those. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah, and so I, I, uh, I got into this whole uh, digital marketing space in about 2016, but I really started getting into video in 18, and uh, you know, who I would have never thought, right? But the power of Twitter. Uh, Grow my Twitter presence was able to get accepted to the uh, Amazon influencer program when they looked at Twitter as a profile. And so, you know, doing that, doing live streams, uh, and that really set me up for um, 
when COVID happened because all of a sudden people started coming to me, hey, we need help live streaming. We need to stay connected with our customers and was able to take that skill set that I had learned from, you know, being on this side of the camera like we are now and put it on the other side and, okay. and really enjoy doing that. Okay. So let me, and, and I appreciate you going into that because again, that, that sets some of the context that I, that I want to dive into. And and I see uh, Mr. Stone is in the building He's in some, someone on the dealcaster uh, user is already heckling, asked him about his marathon training. We're, we're, we're going to get into that for sure. Uh, you know, you're closing more rings per day on your Apple watch than I am. And, and I need to talk to you about that. Um, but one, one of the questions that I had really that, and you've already started to talk about it is during that period of time when the world stopped, Right. When, when we were locked down and, and COVID and then, you know, from a business perspective, from an entrepreneurial perspective, how were you able to utilize that time and either pivot, find something new to do or a new way to do it? Right. Because, again, not, not that we can't go out and actually physically meet individuals or did you utilize that time to broaden your portfolio of services and, and, and uh, capabilities, right? Did, did you start doing more consulting and saying this is the gear? Was this when you started getting into Amazon live selling, right? Was this when you were starting to tell folks these are the peripherals and this is the infrastructure that you need to do your own thing? How, how did that two years really shape you and Fusion Marketing? Yeah, so one thing was, you know, I, I retired 13 years ago from the Marines and mm -hmm. I think and and you as well being you know air air force right it's always a part of you and i think yeah. for a little bit of time you know because at first i was in defense contracting you kind of struggle with that you know hey i'm a civilian now i'm supposed to act like a civilian but you realize that that military a part of you is is always a part of you and and yeah. for me you know literally having 25 years of my life as as being a, a united states marine it's not going to go away and one of the big things in the Marines that we, you know, work with, it's right, adapt and overcome, right? And so I've had things happen. I lived in um, North Carolina during Hurricane Florence. My house mm. had 36 inches of rain go through the roof. I mean, $80,000 worth of damage. The business I was doing at the time was all local, like social media. And so it's like, you got two choices. You could sit there and feel sorry for yourself or figure out, all right, what are we going to do? Yeah. And so my business partner at the time, it's like, you know what? We, we've got the internet. We need to just start reaching out to other people. And so that's kind of when that started, right? And that was, you know, early 2018. And so when this happened, right, the, the COVID, it was like, I already knew it's like, hey, I, I've got the technology. Uh, I can still meet with people, right? I don't, we, you know, Zoom obviously started to grow. Uh, and then even being in groups like Toastmasters, I, you right. know, I helped my club overcome like, oh, how are we going to meet? It's like, hey, we just get on Zoom. I can help everybody manage the process because we got to keep moving forward, right? We can't just sit there, feel sorry for ourselves. And I think for me, that's part of that, that military mindset of, you know, when you think you got it bad, there's somebody out there that has it even worse than you. And so, you, you know, I, I just... Uh, I never feel sorry for myself. I just, you know, like say, Hey, all right, put, put your head down and keep going. Right. Just drive harder through the storm. And, and I, and I asked that question really in context because I want folks to understand that it's, you don't have to be long into this industry to have success. Right. Again, it's, it's only been two, three, four years or so really before, uh, 
the live selling pieces come in, the, uh, the additional consulting pieces, the remote uh, video streaming and things of that nature. And the, all of those different aspects of your business have really taken shape within the last half of a decade. So folks who are hesitant to even get started that are worrying about the infrastructure, all of the, all of the lights, camera in action, if you've got a service to provide, if you've got some dollars, if you know 1% more than the next person, you might be an expert. So get out there and do it. So I really wanted to, to hone in on that, the fact that, yeah, you, you haven't been doing this particular uh, chapter of, of your life for, for decades. This is, this is relatively new. So I appreciate you on, on that. Yeah. And I think too, it goes, it goes back to like processes. It goes back to, you know, trying to get better 1% every day. I mean, I I've told my kids, I, I've, I'm sure you've told your kids and others, it's like, you never stop learning. Right. Yeah. I, I feel like once you stop learning is when you start dying in my, there it is. So, you know, you've got to, you've got to, you know, whether it's reading books, uh, you know, whether it's, you know, going to a YouTube university, I mean, that's the one thing that I think people today have a tremendous advantage of what we didn't necessarily have growing up is these resources to help you get started in what, I mean, you can learn how to code, you can learn how to become a video editor. And there's a lot of people out there that need that help, but they don't know where to start. So even if you just get started, right. And that's kind of how I started my businesses. I was in a business networking group and I, you know, had this guy that trusted me said, Hey, I'll start doing your social media for you. That started to lead to success, right? That starts to lead to other people referring you. And I think that you can just take that model and to apply it to whatever service you're doing. I think sometimes the, the challenge becomes, and that's part of the challenge I have right now is scaling, right? Cause mm. do I trust somebody enough to bring them, you know, into the tent? and, and do that. You know, it's, it's a little different when you're working in a, you know, an industry or in the military, because, you know, the, the people that do their job, they kind of rise and those that don't, we, we get rid of them. Uh, but when it's your business, you, you don't always have that, uh, that ability to get rid of somebody or, yeah. or, you know, worry about those sort of things. Let me, okay. So let me, here, here I go pivoting, right? I, I've got to run a show and I've got my questions, but here, I knew this was going to be organic and this was going to be amazing. So let, let, let me ask you about that, but let me throw this uh, comment up here from Mr. Stone. He said, my life changed immediately when I met Jim Fuse. He enabled other uh, motivated entrepreneurs and lead together. Does the work, earns the influence. Love that. Love that. Appreciate you, Chris. Let me get, let me get the comments in there, right? Um, Getting getting the um, assistance right, not doing one hundred percent of the of the effort, not doing all of the work yourself, and and is it really relinquishing control? Is it relinquishing uh, command and signal? You see where I'm going? I'm starting yeah. to go in there. Yeah. I'm starting to go yeah. there, right? I mean, what what is it that is is the hesitant piece for you of bringing in some? maybe an editor or maybe, maybe a, a copywriter or, you know, someone to write things of that nature. Is it, is it maybe the thought that some of the control of what is fusion marketing is going to go away or um, some things are going to slip through the cracks? What, what do you, what do you think it is that's causing you to kind of be hesitant to bring other folks in to help you with that? I think, I think part of it is, you know, having that, uh, you know, demand for excellence 
And are they going to meet the standards that you put on yourself and finding that person that you, you know, feel like they're going to do, do it to the level that you want. And, and, you know, because I do think, right, there are definitely some things I know Chris and I were talking about this today that I could outsource, right. But it's like, are they going to do it the way I want to? And so I, I realize that's one of my, uh, the pebble in my shoe, I, I, I would say right now is just deciding what is it that I'm willing to let go so that I can do other things. I mean, that's what's worked out so well for, for me and Chris with what we do with deal casters, as well as like the show I do with my friend, Tim, is that we share in the responsibility, right? Wh- who does what, whether it's finding guests, uh, you know, who's, who's doing some of the editing for this or that. And, but that's also because we've built that level of trust. And so I think when you're an entrepreneur, you know, that that's part of it. And then if they're not, you know, I don't necessarily want to have employees. And I say that because I don't necessarily want to get in all the tax implications that, you know, when you're dealing with, uh, you know, a W2 employees, I, I think I'm more likely to work with uh, like 1099 uh, type folks. I've done that in the past and that's worked out well. Um, but then on the flip side, when you do that, because they are a freelancer, so to speak, uh, they may not always be available when you need them. So you really have to build that, that bench. Good point. Good point. Um, back to the premise and the design for, for today's show, right? Because again, I think we're starting to weave into that and I want to talk about the makeup of you and the makeup for your business. And so we started to talk about again, the why. Uh, of of fusion marketing started to talk about some of the maybe the internal mental challenges that that you're having or just executing to the to a scaling perspective um how your business is laid out and how you how you actually again i'll use the word again execute on a day-to-day basis really stems from your your military background talk to us a little bit about the uh the SMEAC right that the principles that that you learned again from, from the military and in the marine corps of how you go about uh, delivering products, delivering services and, and your expertise to your customers. Right. So, you know, one of the things is that as a business owner that you have to realize early on, and I think this is where the military helps is not everybody is your customer. Not everybody is going to uh, be someone you want to work with just because somebody is willing to hand you a check, even if it's, you know, more than you expected, they may not be a good fit. And so I think, part of it is like, what is the situation? Is this something that you want to do, right? That's the first S. So when you meet with someone and part, and part of the drive for my business is I want to help others succeed, okay. right? That, that's kind of the mindset for me. I want to help other people get better, succeed. Obviously, if they're successful, they're going to refer other people to you, but you still got to kind of get, you know, make sure that you have your processes in place Right. You know, and, and so like when we talk about the mission, like the mission might be, we're going to help you create a, um, you know, remote produced event and this is what it's going to take to do it. And that's where we get into the execution piece of, okay, when is the event going to be, how many, uh, you know, how many people are going to be on this show? And then, and then we get into those, you know, the details, right. The admin and the logistics of, okay, we're going to use, you know, Ecamm or Restream or, or whatever product. And, you know, we're going to have to have a checklist. All your speakers need to have this capability. We have right. to do a run through. And if you're not willing to agree to that, right, then it's not going to happen because we're not going to, uh, you know, 
let our standards lower because you don't want to go through the right way to do things. And I think that's part of the military mindset is doing things the right way because it's ultimately we want to accomplish that mission. We have to do things the right way. Things all happen, right? The the whole, we call it the OODA loop, right? Where, where something changes and we have to adjust and that's right. fine. But, you know, ultimately if, if you run into a potential client, that's kind of like, well, I, I don't know. You got to be able to just say, well, you know what? Uh, we're just not meant to work together. And, uh, and so I think that's been a big part of when I look at working with people, uh, you know, there's those expectations, I think really on both ends, but, uh, you know, I think that part of the challenge and even part of the reason why I shifted more towards the video side of things was, you know, God bless those social media managers, because (laughs) a lot of times, what happens is one, people don't understand what it takes to manage social media. They just yeah. think it's, oh, well, my teenager does TikTok, they can do it. But you got to come up with the content. And, you know, I'm not, you know, uh, Hicks News Media. I, you know, so if you want me to post content for you, I can, but it's like, you got to provide me yes. that framework. That yeah. That framework. Yeah. And, and you can't sit there. It's like, well, Hey, can you post something tomorrow about this? It's like, I, I don't know your voice, right? All these things. And so I think sometimes that's what people don't, don't understand. And so with video, especially live video, it's like, like right now, there's no take two. If we mess up, it, it is what it is. And, and I, and I somewhat like that, right? Cause it really makes you focus at, at the time of uh, execution. So you you know focus is my my mantra word for the year right stay focused on you so I, so I appreciate you for throwing that in I'll, I'll drop a little something in your in your PayPal or, or something in your uh, I don't know maybe I'll I'll buy some Dealcasters merch or something um, so before you go to the others and and I think I know what you're going to say on this but I do not, I don't want to assume none of these seem to be negotiable right from from the perspective that if if you don't have all of these pieces in place. It's going to, it's really difficult for you to say, again, this is a good working relationship that I'm going to uh, embark on, or this is a good opportunity. This is a d- good deal. This is a good contract. If, if you don't have kind of a, an understanding of what, again, the situation looks like of how you're going to execute, if you don't have a, a good understanding of what the, the logistics pieces look like, and you don't have an understanding on, on all of those things, regardless of what the check and what the deposit looks like or could look like, it's probably not a good, 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 uh, move for, for you long-term, right? Short-term. Yeah. Yeah. Again, you, you deposit a check and, and, and all is well there. But again, just, if you want to set that mindset, if you want to set that precedence that this is who Fu- fusion marketing is working with X, Y, and Z industry agency company, right. And, and this doesn't match who your morals are, your, your go-to-market strategy, your ethics and things of that nature, that could be more of a tarnish moving forward and, and be more of a detriment long-term than, than that short-term game is, is, does that kind of sound right? Oh, definitely. Definitely. I I think because right, you gotta, you gotta put your head on the pillow at night. And when, and when you wake up the next day, do you feel good about what you're doing? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I think that, uh, that that's so important. And, And yeah, there's definitely, uh, companies that I would, you know, wouldn't work with, I don't know, you know, care how much they would offer, and I think that, you know, that's part of the challenge is, you know, and part of that is relationship building, right? It's, it's really getting to, to know, like, and trust people. 
and and as like and as marine uh, leaders, right? It's kind of like a uh, you know teacher uh, you know mentor thing. Like we teach people to get better so that they can someday take our job over. And so it's kind of the same thing when you're working with a business. You want to help them get to a point that you know because as a consultant, ultimately your goal is to allow that customer to succeed on their own. I've right? always said, work yourself out of a job. Exactly. <laughs> right. As a consultant, you, right. That, that's exactly right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so I think that's where, you know, kind of the, the command and control thing co- comes into mind. It's like, okay, we are going to have meetings, right? We are going to see, are, are you doing the things that you need to do for us to continue that relationship? Because if they're not doing what they're supposed to do, it's going to be very difficult for, yeah. for things to, to, you know, come to a successful conclusion. I love that. I love that. Listen, I, I see, I'm over here peering off to the right and I see tons of folks on Twitter. We talked about this ahead of time. You know, you, you can't engage on, on Twitter. Thank you for watching, but come on over to YouTube or, or LinkedIn as well. So you can ask, ask questions like uh, Dr. Chris Stone is, is already in, in the comments there. If you've got questions for Mr. Fuse, please put a cue in front of it so I, so I can capture it. Um, let, let me ask you this. What what is kind of the most frequent ask that you've been positioned with from potential clients as as of late, right? Because it's been so fast the evolution of uh, digital marketing, video podcasting, uh, live selling, all all the things revolving around sharing and spreading messages and telling stories. What what is it the biggest ask that you are being? Uh, position with 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 dealing with that folks who are looking to get started i think is one let me list that folks who are looking to get started and folks who have already been in for a minute right what, what's that next evolution of someone who says you know what i've been doing it for six seven eight months kind of got my feet underneath me what, what what's how do i branch out and do something just a little bit different yeah i, I think one of the biggest questions that that i get is uh you know like oh well you know how much do you charge you know how do i get clients. And, you know, part of that is you got to build a network, right? You've got to find those companies, you know, that's where Twitter and LinkedIn, and I think you and I both find like, where are the business people hanging out? And that's probably why I don't spend a lot of time on TikTok, right? Because I'm looking for people that are looking for help with video, Uh, you know, whether it's live streaming or whether it's even producing, you know, working with companies like Sure and Heil, and now working with Focusrite, you know, we're showing them what our product is as far as from a video uh, standpoint, but we also are helping them understand the Amazon, you know, ecosystem because some of these companies with their Amazon listings, as an example, don't understand where they're missing out on the opportunity to get more eyes on their product. And that's where video has become very powerful. In fact, it, uh, in fact, I had a talk today with my uh, part of my business coaches team that I work with, and uh, I kind of blew their mind a little bit. And it's like, you need to put out a deck that explains this to people because people don't understand that, you know, they're leaving money on the table as an Amazon seller when they're not using video. Three times more, less returns when there's a video on the page versus when there uh, isn't. So, okay, right? It, it, that's easy to understand, right? Again, it, when you put it out there and you lay it out there and, and you show the dollars and the cents, 
Why is it difficult, though, again, for, and I may already know the answer, but again, I want to hear from you. Why, why is it so difficult for an organization to, to move to this new media, this new, new ecosystem, these, these new buyers, and this new form of commerce, as opposed to what, what's worked probably for them yet for the last 10, 20, 30 years, when today we are that, that online e-commerce marketing, I need it, I want to order it today, and I want it tomorrow delivered in my garage um, before 5 p.m. That's I'm, I'm waiting for some things and they'll, they'll be here tomorrow before, at right. five o'clock. But right again, that's, that's kind of the expectation now of not only the business consumer, but also the personal consumer. Why is it so difficult, do you think, for, for organizations to move into understanding that piece, that video is so important? I think I think it kind of goes back to, and, and I'm sure you heard this in your Air Force days. You you may still hear it in in your uh, in your current situation. Well, that's the way we've always done it. Yeah. Again, yeah. I said I knew the answer, but I, I just I wanted to hear someone else say it. Okay. There we go. Yeah, that's the way we've always done it. You know, that's we're the, we're going we're going okay. to you know use direct mail and and all these things. Uh, you know, th- apparently there's still. Uh, I'll call them yellow page type things around and people still spend money on them. Um, I don't know when the last time you looked right. in one, I think sometimes you're, you can use it to prop up things or uh, yes, they're not even still people using fax machines, brother. You know, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on in the world. There, there is definitely something wrong in the matrix. There are still people using fax machines. So, okay. Yeah. So I think, I think the, you know, making them understand that, you know, you can, you can accelerate your time to success. I think, that they're afraid of uh, of change. I think that's the biggest thing. And one thing I, you know, have embraced is um, you have two choices with change. Mm. You can either manage the change, or the change will manage you. But change is going to happen. It it's not not going to change, right? I, I mean, the place I lived in, Eastern North Carolina, was this small town, and you know. They they wanted they were never going to lose that small town feel. Well, guess what? Despite all these protests, Walmart came to town. It's changed the personality of the town. So it didn't matter what you didn't want. It happened. Yeah. Right. So could have people have taken a stronger stand to manage that change and prevent it from happening? Absolutely. And I think that's what we see a lot now. You know, because we're told by these, you know, uh, we'll call them gurus, experts, what we should do. Uh, but each business has, you know, its own unique thing. And, and so what works for one, isn't necessarily going to work for another, right? You'll see people like, oh, you got to be doing shorts. You got to be on TikTok. It's like, doesn't make sense. Right. It's not to say you shouldn't be doing videos that are on YouTube. As an example, have a YouTube channel that educates your consumer about your product. Cause people go to YouTube to learn about things, to find solutions to their problem. And I think where I try to couch video and I think podcast as well is this is an opportunity for you to either educate your, you know, your consumer, potential client, as well as you learn from other people, right? Like our, our friend, Jeff C would kind of joke that, uh, you know, you've got me on your show and you're getting free consulting, right? You didn't have to pay for it. So some, somehow we're gonna I'm gonna pay for it. I I know it's it's all good. And 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 Jeff, you know, he's a good dude too. So I, I won't talk bad about him. No, he's a good dude. Okay. But he always says that on his show. He's like he's like yeah I've got I've got so and so on my show and get some free consulting today. Love it, love it. Let me let me ask this because that just actually 
sparked another, another question, right? Um, and I call it bo- trying to boil the ocean and try not to boil the ocean because again, we, we, we hear again from the quote unquote gurus, experts, whatever the influencers, I hate the word influencer. Uh, but the, the folks who seem to be, or think that they're in the know and on, on the post, trying to be on Snapchat, trying to be on TikTok, trying to be on Instagram, trying to be on all these other platforms to attract a community, attract an audience. When if your audience and if your community community and where you have most engagement and most influence, I don't want to use the word influence, more, more of an advocacy is on Twitter. Why not be there? Right, right, right. Why try to go to places like a Twitch when you don't know anyone on Twitch? You, you don't stream to Twitch. Why? why mo- and I bring this into the multi-streaming conversation. Why would I be multi-streaming right now to some place like a Twitch if I don't have two subscribers on that platform just because I can? Or right, right, it just doesn't make sense. So, again, try not to try not to boil the ocean, but go to where your community is. Right. And, and, and that way you can, you can really be more, more relevant. You can be more of a, of a shepherd to that community because you're not asking them to uproot and go to someplace else, install another app on their phone and learn a new platform or something of that nature. Do you agree with that? Or how, how has the Tim and Jim show dealcasters fusion marketing, you know, where do you guys, where do you live? Well, we, we do like you are doing tonight. We do some multi-streaming, but really Mm -hmm the multi-streaming is more of an awareness play where we really want people to engage with us is on Amazon or in the case of the Tim and Jim show. And, and that's been a little bit of a, you know, over time has changed is like, you see how like Facebook, you rarely get engagement. Right. right and right. So really the idea is to start to drive people more towards YouTube. Now, LinkedIn of late has had some good engagement, but sometimes it seems like the, the video, uh, side of it, there seems to be some issues uh, streaming to it. And I don't know if you've yeah, felt no, that I, I have. I see it all the time too. I, I'm streaming. I'm pushing out right now at 1080, and I normally like to go out at 4K for you know post processing and, and editing things of that nature. So that's one of the downfalls of of going out to LinkedIn. I gotta pull yeah. pull the uh, the quality down. E- even though Amazon is 720, but we can talk about that too. But uh, right. you know. But but I think too going going back to to your your point you know our, our another vet and friend Doc Rock right he he's just going live now to YouTube right he's like I'm not going to spend all my time on these other platforms my community is you know on on YouTube of course I know he's starting to use Discord you know I'm slowly trying to understand that right it's like like you said now I got to learn something else. Um, you know, I'm not trying to sound like a crotchety old guy, no, but right? no guy on, on the, you know, out there to get off my lawn guy. Okay. That, that's who right. fuses. He's the get off my lawn kind of guy. <laughs> no, but, I, but I, but I'm learning, I'm learning about, uh, about discord and, and, uh, and, and even web three, I could see the potential there, uh, more with, and when I say the metaverse, I'm not thinking of the metaverse in the Facebook term, but more like with, uh, products like spatial, Mm-hmm. being able to live stream in the spatial and have people interact it, almost a, like a live audience with their avatars. And, and it would be like, you know, if this was a recorded video, maybe you play it some and you stop. It's like, okay, what do you guys think about that? And have that conversation in the metaverse where people can actually talk as opposed mm-hmm. to, you know, having this, this chat going on. So I think there's some opportunities there for business. I, I think we're still way early in all that. 
Um, you know, and so I think sometimes like people, it, it goes back to what you were saying earlier. Like you got the, the, the guru saying, Oh, this is what you got to do. You got to do it now or you're going to miss the boat. And, uh, I think it, I agree with you a hundred percent, James, that you should focus on where your people are. Yeah. Right. And, and, and see what you can do to draw and ask them, yes. what is it you'd like to see more of? Yeah. Right. Because sometimes, you know, it's like, oh, we're going to go to this platform. And they're like, oh, I don't, I don't want to do that. And then they don't, they don't follow you. And then is that really helping? I, I think that's, uh, that's it's one of every, things I think that. it's to everyone's detriment. And, and, and Chris, I'm going to bring your comment up here in a second. But, but again, we as content creators should realize that rule number one is we're not doing this for ourselves. Right? Mm-hmm. I, I've got a whole lot of other things that I would like to talk about. I'd like to talk about coffee. I'd like to talk about single malt scotch. I'd like to talk about, you know, a whole bunch of other stuff. But my community resonates and lives in the solopreneur, entrepreneur, business tech world, content creation. And those are the things that they want to hear about. So I am, again, I'll use the same word again. I'm here to shepherd that community and provide the content and the context that helps them get better. So I love how you said, that, you know, you're, one of your primary objectives as well is to, to really facilitate learning amongst your community. Uh, back to this comment right here from, from Mr. Stone, but what if you may be able to reach someone in that ocean? Maybe that community is there. You got to swim in to know it, man. Okay. See, all right. Yeah, that's deep. Um, let, let me give this guy access to the back, to the studio. Let, let me, let's get him on camera too, right? He's over heckling from the back of the room. <laughs> right. But no, that's a, that's a great point. In fact, that's sometimes as, as a speaker, right? What yeah. you don't always think about. It's not that as a speaker, you're going to go in there to wow the whole room. You may not, but mm. you may affect one person yeah, and that will make all the difference. And, and so I think that's a great point. And so, you know, so yeah, I guess to the point of like, oh, well, if I throw something out on this platform, I really do something on maybe I'll, you know, I'll catch catch somebody's attention and, and it'll, you know, lead to a conversation, lead to uh, helping them. I mean, you know, in some aspects, right, by becoming a part of the Amazon community, the Ecamm community, right, that's how we've gotten to know each other. So you just, you just never know, but you have to get engaged with people. And I think that that's the other piece that businesses miss. I think that's it right there. Yeah. Yeah. You I mean, got it. You got to engage. And, yeah. I mean, you, you I, can't just throw something out there and just leave it out there and not be consistent in um, resonating with that community because the Twitch community is different than the YouTube community is just different than the Twitter community. Right. And the way folks like to interact and communicate and you got to learn that. Right. You can't just assume that you're going to throw out a 16 by nine thumbnail on YouTube and try to put that exact same thumbnail out on uh, Instagram. No, it's one to one, right? <laughs> right. And, and then we we talked before in the back. See, I'm I'm getting all excited. I'm drinking good coffee today, so I'm I'm all excited. <laughs> back in the day, we were talking about vertical videos were terrible. Now all we're doing is shooting vertical videos, right? So right. If, if you or, can't, or how do we <laughs> how do we take our landscape video and turn it into a vertical right. video? There there were apps for that. Remember, there there literally wasn't. I remember because I, I downloaded it one time because I was testing it out, but. You know, there it was a, the big cardinal sin of shooting video in uh, in portrait mode instead of landscape mode. But now, that's all we're doing, right? Shorts, reels, stories, all of that. And they're all, they're all in vertical. So, 
adapting and adopting to the, the conversations that are had in that particular community matter and resonate. So that, that we kind of agree with you then, Chris, there, right? Right. If, we, if we're going to push something out there to all these locations, be cognizant and be intentional about reaching out to those particular folks so that you are not talking YouTube vernacular on an Instagram uh, reel or story oh, or live or thing of that nature. And we see some of that too, if you want to call it the laziness of like, okay, I'm going to create a TikTok yeah. and I'm going to take that same exact thing without any, and I'm going to throw it on Instagram. I'm Don't, throw do it it. On Facebook. Don't do it. Don't do it. Cause it's, <laughs> you're wasting your time. And, yeah. and I, I think that's always been one of my, uh, my pet peeves of socials when you can tell people are just basically copying and pasting to other platforms while making any adjustments for the platform, you know, they've got, or they're using 50 hashtags on a, you know, on a Facebook post. Right. And, uh, or, or even these tweets, I'm sure you see them, these tweets where they got a bunch of hashtags. It's like, come on. You know, that's not, they don't resonate anywhere. They're making up their own hashtags. They, okay. Okay. Now (laughs) we're, we're going, we're going off the deep end and, and I might need an intervention. So we'll, Maybe we'll table this. We'll have another roundtable conversation about how to how James can not be so upset with people who don't do things right. Um, let me let me ask you about this. Um, we talked about early on early adopters. We talked about folks, you know, coming to you and asking you for some suggestions about how to do what it is that you do so for themselves. Uh, key takeaways for someone who may be at a roadblock. Right. So someone who is already in the industry, someone who is already providing content to a community, but they're getting to that point where or they've gotten to that point where it's too much or they, 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 they think it's too much. Right. They're at that burnout stage. They're um, not as excited about telling stories or creating content. What, what do you tell folks and how do you tell folks to get over that when they reach that roadblock uh, kind of point in their journey? I think I think part of it is you got to sometimes you got to take a step back. Right. I mean, you got to have, I mean, I'll say you got to have work-life balance, right? You don't think that working, you know, 60 hours a week is, is sustainable for one. And that's where you have to really start looking at, you know, what can you outsource? What can you, maybe it's time to shift into something different. What is it that you do like, and don't feel like you got to keep doing the same thing. That goes back to the learning. Right. Because maybe you don't want to be on camera anymore. You just want to be the behind the scenes person. Go find someone to be that on camera talent for you. I mean, I think even looking at uh, as an example in the Amazon space, there are channels that the people that own that channel never show up on on the page. They find people that want to be on video and talk about products. And I think that can be the same for a business. The business owner doesn't have to be the one on camera as an example, but they need to make sure that whoever they pick to do that represents their values, their company, and understands that message because you're basically turning them into your spokesperson. And so I think that if you're getting into that burnout stage, what is it that's burning you out, right? Are you spending time with your family, right? Are you, you know, don't forget that that's, you know, that's probably the most important thing, right? The most important thing isn't the work you do, right? Because it, it's like they say, right? When we're gone, they're not going to say, you know, I wish I'd spent more time at work. And so I think uh, we got to remember that. Love that, right? That's it's putting it all into perspective, right? Again, th- this stuff could be on autopilot with some some 
framework and some foundation, some standard operating procedure, just something around it, some, some uh, gloves around the business. But if you aren't healthy in and of yourself, physically, mentally, spiritually, whatever the case may be that, that matters to you, you can't help anyone else if you aren't helping yourself. Right. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Wow. I love that. Love that. Um, listen, I already talked and, and mentioned how, how active you were the busy, busy man. You, you've been on like five shows today. You, you, you woke up at like, like 4am you've been streaming, you've been, you've been tweeting, you've been, uh, I, I, I don't know what else you're doing. You're, you're probably betting on the games because you know, yeah, those, those Braves, let's, let's, <laughs> we can talk about those Braves and doing, doing what they're yeah. doing. Shouts out to the Atlanta Braves. But <laughs> yeah, that was um, amazing. Maybe maybe tune in at uh, six thirty p.m. Pacific time for Team No Sleep. We're, we're going to talk a little baseball. We're going to talk Judge. Though. Oh, good! Gonna I'll talk, definitely. We're, we're going to talk about. I enjoyed, it. I enjoyed the uh, the conversation you had a had a few weeks ago. Because uh, one thing is like I learned some things uh, watching that show, and I was yeah. like, oh, um, yeah. And see that, and of course, then I see a show like that, and Chris knows every once in a while. I was like, I was like, you know, I'd like to have a sports show. I don't know if anybody would listen, but. <laughs> We're, we're going to talk about some, so, okay, segue real quick here, squirrel. Uh, we're, we're going to talk about some things and it's, it's going to get very, very uh, detailed, very, very, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to have some discussions that are going to make you raise your eyebrows and social impact for sure. We're, we're going to get into that stuff. Um, so yeah, 6.30 PM, there's a little, little plug for, for Team No Sleep. That's a good show. Talk, talk to me a little bit real quick while, while I still got you, because I want to be cognizant of your time, sir, about what it is that you're doing. You know, I, I made the joke about, again, you've been up all day. You've been, you've been streaming, you've been, been tweeting, you've been doing all the things, but I mean, your, your time is in demand. And the fact that you are doing multiple uh, live segments, either about coaching, about consulting, about how to use digital media, about how, and the value of live selling, right. It's primarily on the Amazon platform as opposed to any other platform, because listen, Amazon is now a noun, right. It's like Kleenex and tissue, right. You want to buy something, you, go buy it on Amazon. It's like Google, right? right? That kind of thing. Talk to us about what you're, what you're getting into now with, with fusion marketing and with some of your other adventures. Yeah. I think, I think these last couple of conferences that I've attended, uh, people of video podcast movement have really made me think about, uh, on a, U- from a YouTube side of things is I'm, I'm going to start putting out more content that teaches people, right. Talks about some of these things like we're talking about, like, how do you get started with video? Uh, you know, even like we were talking about things like, you know, you could create a LinkedIn newsletter for your company page, or even like you're doing, you're going live on your company page. There's some, there's some pros and cons to that. People don't even know that you can do that. Uh, I think the, one of the most powerful things I found out about the LinkedIn newsletter and and we're getting ready to start one, uh, you know, for, for deal casters here too, is LinkedIn is promoting it for you right? They're sending it out as an email to these people that are subscribing to your newsletter and that's going to get eyes on your content. And so, you know, all your content doesn't have to be video, right? Or there's ways to take video and transcribe it. Yes. I mean, things like, uh, you know, Otter and some, some other pro Descript. Descript which, yeah. Uh, I use Descript all day. Yeah. Big favorite of folks. Um, because people consume things in different ways. So part of that is, you know, I haven't done a good job and I'm not afraid to say it about, uh, self-promotion, right? Like I don't tell people all the time, like, yeah, you know, Chris and I have done, uh, 
you know, uh, remote productions for StreamYard. I've, I've done them for, you know, MIT, IBM Research, uh, the San Francisco Chronicle. You know, people don't know that because I'm not sticking it out there. And then that's not to be, uh, you know, bragging. It's just like, well, if people knew that, they might say, like, oh, well, we've got a, you know, a production coming up. You think you could help us? And right. And it's about building a team. I know that's something you're starting to, yeah. to get into. And, and a lot of times you need a team right? For some of these bigger productions. So, you know, it would, would love to get a chance to work with you as an example, if, if you needed uh, help or, you know, or vice versa, because it goes back to working with people you trust, yeah. you know, and, and when you have a good team, things go, go smoother. And, and I think uh, it, it becomes a win-win for everyone. So a lot of it is that uh, I'm also going to be uh, continuing to teach, uh, I teach social media classes at, uh, two community colleges in North Carolina virtually. So I'll be teaching about, uh, I think I'm, I'm doing a class on YouTube, Facebook, and some of the other stuff. Cause I'm always keeping up with the stuff mm. by, you know, cause we practice what we're using. And so if, if you don't do it, it's kind of hard to, to talk about it. And That's so true. Uh, if you're supposed to be the professor up there in front of the room, uh, <laughs> but listen, right. I'm gonna give you these flowers now. If, if you don't want them, if you don't talk about them, no, we're, we're, we're going to put fusionmarketing.com on the screen right here and, and you oh, just catch up with this man. Recent appearances, he's everywhere. Ladies and gentlemen, okay. this, this guy right here, you need to Google Jim Fuse. Just saying. Um, help you out from a consulting perspective. Help you out with, with setting up an agency, heading, heading up workshops, uh, setting up, uh, again, something I'm passionate about right now, remote live stream production. Uh, so yes. I will make sure and put the link to this to your primary website, uh, your YouTube platforms, right? Fusion Marketing, uh, Dealcasters, and the Tim and Jim Show, which was just was a kick this morning. I, I loved being on, <laughs> watching that, the engagement of that, right, of you two on that show for sure. I will check that out. But then again, really where I think the majority of your time probably is, is really right here now, right? Just yeah. talking to brands, ha having the conversation about, not just gear, right? I think I think we should talk. We should move out of that, and, and maybe I'll bring you and, and Chris on to have this conversation. It's not just about uh, laptops and cameras and microphones and, and things like that. It's it's really about the tools that you need from a business perspective to uh, to fulfill what it is that you're trying to provide to your community and to your audience and to your customers, right? So it could be all of that stuff, but there there are other aspects as well. And you are working with brands; they're they're sending you the stuff. They're compensating you for talking about the stuff and, and you're providing that, that advertisement and that communication and that non-biased review. You know, if, if you don't like the, the mouse, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to say it, you're going to, you're going to put it on, on, on your screen and, and be more of a, of a, of a trusted advisor as opposed to just, um, someone who, who's taking gear from me and, and, uh, maybe doing a commercial. So I do, I do love that fact that you guys do that. Yeah. I, and I think that's, that's critical. I know you're the same way, James, is just because somebody wants to offer some, us something doesn't mean we're going to take it. If it's yeah. not something we believe in, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter, right? You could, you could say, you know, Hey, I'll give you $10,000 to talk about this mouse. I'm like, no, I, I don't, I don't like it. I wouldn't use it. So keep your money. And, uh, but there's some people that'll do that because that ultimately brings down all of us, right. When we compromise. And I think that's, uh, that's why it's critical that, that we, uh, you know, you got to have standards, right? And that kind of goes back to the, the military thing, right? Is, is you got to have high standards, uh, 
not only for yourself, but for, for others in general, I think. I'm looking at the young man right there, you know, you know, it was pre, it was, uh, it was pre, <laughs> you know, all the salt in the beard right there. I'm just, <laughs> that was before all the salt in the beard. That's all right, man. I'm, I'm right there with you. Uh, listen, this, this was amazing, man. I really okay. want to say thank you, right? For not, not just for this conversation, not, not just for coming onto the show and, and spreading some information, but just thank you for what it is that you and your colleagues do, right? Tim and, and Chris, when, when you guys collaborate and, and actually bring value to your audience, it in, turn, it in turn brings value to other people's audiences and communities as well, because I will share what you guys are talking about with other folks and then they'll, They'll join your circle. They'll join your community. They'll hear what you're talking about. They'll probably buy something off of your Amazon shop and you'll, you'll get a, a few nickels from that. So thank you for being, again, that unbiased subject matter expert and trusted advisor for the things that you talk about and for just being willing to have that conversation, right? Not, not having just the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the water cooler knowledge, not just having it locked up amongst yourself, but you're, you're actually open to training you're open to education right you're, you're open to letting other folks know this is how i'm doing it i just did it or want to do it this is how i'm i'm doing it this is how you can do it as well i've been through some pitfalls i've been through some some negative uh situations as well but you can avoid those those uh, detours and and go go this route and you can be successful so again i just want to say thank you for for that piece as well yeah oh, this has been a pleasure i really enjoyed it uh have to, we'll have to have you on uh, both both shows when, when you're when you're up for that. We, we can have I'll, try, I'll try to be, you know, um, uh, I don't know, try to be nice. I'll try to be, you know, cleaned up as well. You know, I, I cleaned up for you. I wanted to make sure that I, I was at least presentable. Good Lord. You know, I, I can't just come, can't just have Jim Fuse on, on the line and not be not be ready to not be ready to go. So uh, definitely. Thank you, brother. Well, I appreciate you. Take care of yourself. Be, be well. I will definitely, again, put links to all of your assets and all of your locations for folks to check out and so they can reach out to you. And uh, with that community, if you found some value in this, if you found anything that, that resonates with you, share it with folks, talk about it, subscribe to the channel, and let's continue the conversation where we are. Be well.